Seven years, pigweed, all the way from Texas. What's up, fellas? Thanks for being here, guys. What's hey, up? Thank you for having us. What up? What's up Thanks for having us. Hell yeah, it's going to be chaos tonight. We were expecting the whole crew, but maybe this is for the best, right? We got enough chaos as it is with the crew we got, but if they show up, fuck. We're, we're looking more forward involved. to it. We're ready for them, yeah. We got four of Exactly. So yeah, we're here just talking about, you know, the band, new stuff, old stuff, how you started, but let's kind of get into that. Pigweed. What, where did Pigweed come from? How did the name come about? What the hell is Pigweed all about? Um, you want to take that with pig, me? Yeah, yeah let pigweed, uh, pigweed came from our other guitar player. He's the founder of Pigweed, pretty much. Um, his name's Mo. We call him Mo. Um, he had this little group going, and I came along probably about a year and a half after he had already been doing pigweed. And um, at that time, they were just really kind of playing in the garage and just kind of, that was it, really. And that was and, back about 2009 when everything got started, eh? Yeah, it was a good 10 years 10, about 10, 11 years ago, yeah. And um, so I came aboard. Um, I was doing some percussion stuff. Um, we had some member changes. Fletcher came aboard, our bass player. Unfortunately, he's not going to be able to get on tonight. He called me earlier and told me he wasn't feeling really well. Uh, he works in the heat all day long, seven days a week. So. Um, I told him to just get rest, you know. But anyways, uh, he came aboard, and we just kind of, you know, we're doing our thing, you know, riding. And uh, me and Mo started riding together, and they kind of asked me, hey, you know, let's do some shows. Uh, they knew I was a little bit familiar with a couple of clubs. And we just pushed really hard, man. And we've been together for a while because we had to find the right members. And a lot of people don't understand that. You know, a lot of people are like, you know, y'all been together for 10 years, you know, or whatever. And it's hard being in a band and finding the right people, the right brotherhood um, that will actually go on the road, actually go on tour make sacrifices with you um so that saying that um we went through our ups and downs man for a good five six years mm -hmm. and um then uh i've known funky for a while now and uh 25 so, plus. yeah well shoot he pretty much raised me in the yeah, back in the sneaker day. That's twenty five years. <laughs> yeah. I'm like that. Fuck. Wow. 
Yeah. And um, he, we would always joke around. So he was always joking with me like, hey, man, let me, you know, jam out with y'all guys. And we were looking for something to add to the band. And one day me and him crossed paths again. And he was like, I'm serious. And I was like, he had a little project and we kind of fold around and it winded up him pretty much coming with pigweed. And, um, you know, he added, you know, his flavor to the band and so forth. So now that we've gotten to where we're at, we've found solid members, people that we've gotten so close with. It's more than a brotherhood. It's just a real tight family. I mean, there's no other way to explain it. You can see it when you see us live. You can see it anywhere. I mean, we are that tight as a, of a unit. We're a family. And, um, so once we found the right members, um, we just started pushing new music. Right. And um, we just started getting out some new stuff. Um, we winded up hooking up with um, a little bit. They were kind of like management, I guess you could say. Hooking up with Mindframe. And um, those guys did, you know, they did wonders for us, man. I mean, they, they were good to work up. with. Yeah, man. It was really cool working with those guys. Um, they got us on our first national tour. Um, we got to go on tour with a killer's confession, uh, Tala, and a band called New Fiction. Shout out. <laughs> yes. All of us. And um, so we've just been stepping, like trying to make the right moves, trying to step up the ladder and trying to do the right things. Um, this year we had been confirmed for two festivals <clears throat> and uh which was metal in the mountains and then uh we were confirmed for the blue ridge rock festival both in virginia right yes oh yeah yes sir. and that one we were looking forward to unfortunately with everything going on uh they had to postpone it to next year yeah right so that's still officially canceled because that was like in september i believe like the the blue ridge rock festival right it was uh september 18th through the 20th that was gonna be a big one that was we were all stoked for that one yeah we yeah. talked to a few bands that were getting ready to head out that way yeah sure. it sounded like it was gonna be, be a blast but as far as you guys know it's gonna be just rescheduled for next year and you guys are still scheduled for something like that yeah, actually, what happened? Um, they actually contacted us, and we they wanted to see if we wanted to roll over to next year because they wanted pigweed there. So uh, we made some agreements, and it looks like we're gonna be there um, on. I believe the festival is between September 9th through the twelfth. I believe. Um, we play on the 10th of September. Um, I can't say any times or anything like that, but yeah. we play on on um, on Friday. Yeah, of course, right on. 2021. 
2021. Exactly. 2021. That's Make the year. Way. That's hey, the year. Keep your, keep your eyes open for it, ears open for it, because, you know, you guys have been really gaining some solid momentum for the past, you know, a couple of years, right, with the weight that was released, your album that was released in 2018. You know, big sound, big dudes, big, big expression, big music. It's been really out there attracting a lot of attention for you guys. Yeah, it was a good move. Um, we got... You know, you know, we got some attention from it, and um, we tried to um, roll with it the best we could, and um, work with the people that we met. We met a lot of interesting people, um, and it set us up to do some pretty cool stuff. Um, we have a new single that's going to be dropping on the seventeenth of Ooh. this month. Hell yeah, spread the word. I'm excited for that. Everybody, please go out there and buy that shit. The best in a week away. And um, this Friday, that is July 17th, Doughboy's birthday. This Friday, fellas. Happy birthday, brother. That's good. I'm going to whoop your ass. (laughs) 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 Yeah, but, you know, as a band, we all really sit down and have like every practice we have a good solid conversation of what we're doing how we're doing it and when we're doing it um everybody's on the same page and um we're excited because as soon as this craziness goes away and they let the pigs out <laughs> it's gonna be crazy you'll be ready oh, yeah. to go Shout out to all of our following, Pig Nation, Pig Family. We love y'all. Hopefully yeah. you'll be out there to see them all in person soon. But even though we're not able to do that, how are you guys managing to practice, to record, to connect with one another? Is this all online? Do you guys get to see each other enough and, you know, jam together? Oh, we still practice and everything like that together. Uh, we just practice social distancing. and. Uh, you got we we vibe off of each other you know we feel each other and everything like that so being a tight unit like and being a brotherhood and family like we are you know as long as i go in there and check their temperature and everything like that yeah yeah good, we good. <laughs> <laughs> they, they told me not to bring the anal thermometer so i don't yeah, no doubt. you gotta leave that yeah. one at home we, we, we heard corona gets spread that way so we're trying to stay away from the anal thermometer yeah. <laughs> well, well yeah. if, if anything you guys might be immune to it because i heard weed like stops corona yeah, so actually. we're good to go <laughs> it's right in our name baby it's right in our name <laughs> that's right yeah you do a lot of that um, leave that we are still writing new material and stuff. As far as like that part goes, it's, it has been a little bit of a hassle. Um, we are blessed that our guitar player, Mo, um, owns the studio that we record at. Nice. So um, he puts in a lot of hard work, a lot of hours, especially when we're not there. Making sure like sounds four or good five for in the morning. Yeah. yeah. And um, so Mo is still a real big, big key to, to what we do. And But it's been a hassle because usually we could go over there and work on songs together. Um, but Mo is the biggest germ- germaphobe in this band. 
Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> He's the bubble boy. My the biggest. Like, I don't think I'll understand the biggest thermophobe. <laughs> so was he even bad about germs before all this stuff happened? Yes. Oh, oh yes. Jesus! This must just be oh, fucking yeah. hell on earth for poor Mo. That's like crazy. so. So like Howie Mandel, like he's not gonna grab a door handle unless he has gloves on. Oh, we call him. <laughs> we call him Howie Modell. Modell. Yeah. tour, he had a big old bottle of hand sanitizer. He had baby wipes. He had antibacterial wipes. He had everything. And yeah. I can't can't imagine he expected to be in a, a band with like six other dudes. Like, how does that work? Like, how do you guys work as this Hard brotherhood? To clean here. Yeah, you know, oh, together. You should have seen us on. You should have seen us on tour. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I put in like seven, eight motherfuckers in a in a band. Can we cuss? Is oh that... fuck yeah! Oh boy, it's right, fucking yeah. go for it. What shit? You put about seven, eight motherfuckers in a van. And I mean, in like a 15-passenger van, the first time we went on tour, um, we went out with uh, a band, band of nerds. And uh, we went in a 15-passenger van with about like eight people in it, and we didn't have a trailer, so we put all the equipment in the back. Oh, so I was Jesus. sitting in the back of the yeah, I always keep the black man in the back of the fucking van. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was sitting there, I made my own little cubby and shit, and I had drums sitting on me and amplifiers and everything like That's that, right. but it was a pool, it was a pretty cool run so they'd uh, have to fucking uh, they'd pack yeah. all the gear they'd pack all the gear around you oh yeah yeah, yeah okay <laughs> I, I made my own rosa little parks right there that's our rosa parks back in the bus that's what we did i mean like the first uh when we went out uh we've been pushing a lot like going on tours and everything our first tour was uh we went out with a, a band a band of nerds and then we got hooked up with the national tour with AKC at Killer's Confession. So that's the way we really uh, pushed that album and just gained a real big following just by touring and everything like that. Just grinding, staying on our grind, <coughs> meeting people, just trying to get out there and make our name known. That's awesome. So how, how, um, how are you guys now trying? Are you guys trying to do anything on like the social media front to keep that momentum going? Because like so many bands, this has just completely fucked everyone over. This was going to be the year for a lot of bands that were blowing up. And then, you know, now now you can't play shows. Now you can't take your, you know, your merch and everything to these shows and sell it and, you know, keep spreading the pigweed all over the place. Like, what, what are you guys going to do? Yeah, we have a couple of ideas that we were going to do, like uh, like live streams, mm -hmm. like our own little concert and like that out there and live stream it and uh go ahead Dave. You we, don't, there. <laughs> we don't do like we haven't done any like live streams or anything like that but what we do do is we give them the real pig weed we don't try to set anything up and do all that so right. we'll go live when we're rehearsing yep and you know we'll do a song or two and let them know that we're still out there but we're pushing really, really hard right now. Yeah. On social media and on radio, nice. online radio. We got with Biohazardous Radio uh, Records and Dave um, is working with us, and he's been pushing like crazy to get on different radio stations. Right. 
Awesome. So how, yeah, did, how did you guys, yeah, I was going to, sorry, Troy, I was going to ask, how did you guys um, get linked up with Biohazard and uh, Curtain Call as well? Yeah, shout out to the Curtain Call. They've been a lot of help. I mean, they believed in us yeah. too, and they're the ones that have been pushing us as well too. Shout out to Curtain Call. Um, I was just doing some research. Um, I um, at, Once we left um, Mindframe and stuff, I kind of started managing the band so i'm at home a lot so i do a lot of research and i was just kind of researching and i kept coming across them they kept liking videos and stuff that pigweed was throwing out there so i just sent them the video i sent them a video of our new single and they messaged me back like within 10 minutes Wow. And was like, hey, you know, we like your music. Um, we'd like to, you know, see if we can do something with you. And at that time, I was talking to two different record labels that were already interested in dealing with Pigweed. And um, so it was one of those moments where we had to kind of, I had to, kind of go through them and see who was offering what mm -hmm. and then making the right choice for the band and at the time curtain call was the right choice for us awesome, awesome. Um, those guys believed in us a lot they wanted to push us a lot um, they had some ideas for us already they had a festival in mind um, so it was like, we wanted to make that move. And then once we got with them, um, I was just once again doing my research and um, came across Biohazard. And he was actually looking for bands to work with. And I did the same thing. I just sent him a video. And um, he responded. He said he knew who Pigweed was. Um, he had worked for a couple of labels that I had talked to in the past about Pigweed. So he was very familiar with us already. And the, the thing was that we weren't really looking for a label label right we were trying to um you know get somebody who believed in us and that could back us up mm -hmm. and when we came across biohazard biohazardous records um we had a big conversation about what pigweed needed and what pigweed wanted and um we came to that agreement. So it was a blessing to, you know, get Dave in there. He's been from day one, he's been pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. Right, uh, right. It sounds like you guys really wanted to maintain that identity, sort of some control, but also be around a bunch of people that are gonna support the vision that you guys have. Right. Because like yeah. I was telling them, it's we're not trying to like get under a label. Pigweed's about family, about about that brotherhood that we have. And 
that's what we're forming is a family a, a group of people that just 100 100% believe in what we do how we do it and when we do it and they're there with us to back us up 100% no matter what and that's what we're looking because yeah because yeah, we all believe in each other we all uh, you hear d talking dave i mean we all believe in funky we all believe in chugs but the main thing is you're hearing dave talks the main part because he's our leader we believe in whatever you know we do out on tour whatever we believe is right if we believe we need to talk to each other we talk it out we're all man but at the end of the day if someone's gonna say something d speaks up and usually we we all agree with him because we respect we respect him man and we all respect each other yep true true that yeah, exactly. that's, that's why it works so well, like you were saying earlier, Dave, about having to find the, the right mix of guys to keep it going. So Right. That's huge. Because now, like, when I'm out there doing my thing, trying to find the next thing, big, bigger or better thing for us, um, I love these guys. These are my brothers, you know. So I'm not going to do anything to jeopardize what they got going on as well as what I got going on as far as, our families, our kids, you know, what we got going. Right. So I have to keep that in mind a lot when I'm dealing with people and how they want to do stuff. Um, but that's that's just what I do. We, I mean, I protect. When I'm out there doing my thing, I make sure I protect my guys. Yeah, it's, we, have a, we have our own little vision, and we don't want yeah. somebody that's going to come in and try to, you know, sculpt us and mold us into something that we're not and right. make us unhappy. You know, if they believe in us and everything, like we believe in each other, you know, that's what we're looking for. You know, and, and and you, and call and with Bob has, I mean, they believe in us, they, they're not gonna try to change what we're doing or anything like that. So that big weed is us, you know, and our vision. And that's what, makes it, that's what makes it pop, you know? And you know what, I, I gotta say, uh, you know, as the drummer, the, I'm the newest member. Um, you know, I, I could definitely speak to that. Like, uh, when I showed up for the first audition, you know, practice, whatever, it was, um, you know, before, after I set up my drum set and everything, it, it was like I was getting along with these guys already and we hadn't even jammed yet. You know what I mean? Like, That's awesome. so. So, I mean, I'll make it quick, just like D said and like Funky said, I mean, as the newest member, I mean, it definitely is a brotherhood. D looks out for us. And and everybody right now in this band, we all buy in. Uh, you know, we buy into the concept of what we're doing and we all get along even outside of the studio. I mean, like D said, it's a brotherhood. Yeah, man, yep. you guys, you guys are putting out some fantastic stuff too. Like, you know, you've really gelled. Like, you know, 2018 again was the weight that full album that got out. But now there's some new releases that are just above and beyond what's already been done. Like, here to dominate the music video that is out, fantastic, aggressive, Gracious. solid. Like, it's just you know leaps and bounds above what you guys have already put out. And then of course the new single that's coming out, Me Salvation. That's going to be huge for you guys, guaranteed. Uh, you know, it's a, it's exciting time for you guys. You know, some people have been really stagnant during the, you know, the, the forced hiatus that people have had to take. But you guys sound like you're making the most of it. Yeah, it's like the way we looked at it was like, hey, we got time to really put in some work. 
So, um, me, Mo, and the guys we've talked, and we're going to go through everything we got and fine comb it, and then have new material coming out like crazy. So, awesome. we're gonna, this is the time for us to work and really get in there and be prepared for what we got coming up because 2021, we already have, I think, like three festivals lined up. So, Awesome. Um, you know, we want to be ready and, and well prepared. Totally. Can we can we talk about the mystery singer that's been floating around Facebook that I see every day? Because I knew who it was as soon as his mouth was open. <laughs> I don't know if I can. Can I spoil the surprise for all the people at home listening right now, or should we just hold on to it till I Friday? Mean, I, I think I think pretty much a lot of people already kind of figured figured it out. Okay. Well, if they've gone to your website and read the yeah, bio. Yeah, I guess it's right, it's right yeah. on the website, I guess. I just saw that, so it's no secret. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> yes, we can, we can go in and talk about it, man. How, how, did you guys, how did you guys link up with Christian? Um, I had, at one point, I had come across um, some friends of mine that were in bands that were kind of getting known and i came across a buddy or a buddy of mine now um and make a long story short uh i came across a buddy of mine named mike black and he was the singer or still is the singer for taipan and um i knew of mike black um the guy's a warrior, man. Uh, I really respect him a lot. He's a a mentor of mine. Um, he just uh, he's been through a lot. So, anyways, with him, uh, he was just kind of helping us out, trying to get us, you know, some other stuff, some festivals, whatnot. Uh, he ran me across some other people that I winded up getting along with very well. Um, and one of them was the guitar player for a signed band out of Mexico. Uh, the band's called Black Oil. Um, but he's uh, my homeboy, Adasi. Shout out um, to Adasi. Yeah, he runs Fuel Music Studios out there in California. And um, he's awesome. So anyways, make a long story short. For like three, four years, man, we all just kind of talked and we started helping, you know, each other's bands here and there. And Adasi was would reach out to me and he was always like, hey, man, I want to record y'all, you know. And I had already knew Christian <laughs> from playing with him right. um, on different shows. So um, as me and Adasi were talking... Uh, we finally got four years later. I was like, "Yeah, man, let's do it." And I said, "But um, I'll only do it, you know, if you know my homeboy Christian, which is his one of his best friends, you know, come out and, and hang out with us." And uh, at first, it was kind of like just thrown out there as a joke, and then it was next thing you know, it was. It turned into a message. <laughs> right on. Yeah, it was like. Yeah. And also, when we was on tour, uh, when we was on that AKC tour, 
from the West Coast, uh, we went by Adasi's uh, studio and checked yeah. it out and everything like that and kind of vibe with him. Yeah. And, you know, just, you know, we conversated and everything like that. So that kind of like sold up the deal too also. Yeah. Yeah, Adasi was a great dude. Great dude. We took the band by there on the cut. We had a couple of days off on the tour. So I took the guys by there and I wanted to see the place as well. So we were all stoked, um, but he was real humble. Uh, we just kind of talked about a song that we were going to do. Um, that song didn't fall through. And then two or three months later, that's when we started talking about Christian. And once me and Christian contacted each other, uh, and he was like, yeah, man, I'd, I'd love to do it. Uh, I was like, well, shit, I'm on my way, you know? So <laughs> we fucking figured out a way to get up there. And it was really just uh, getting up there and, and trying to get everything locked in. And we got everything locked in, man. And um, I like the song. It's great, man. It was a, it was an awesome experience. <laughs> you know, David's also there. being modest. David's also being modest. That's on his yes. bucket list. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say, nah. I, I now that you brought it up, Funky, I gotta say, yeah. we've all had our talks with D, and uh, this is no disrespect to D or anything like that, but this has always been one of David's slash D's bucket list that he held to uh, one of his best friends, and I'll just leave it at that. And it, this is a lot deeper than just, hey, we got with Christian. We respect Christian to death. Don't get that wrong. But at the end of the day, this was something that just came together. And we're very blessed that everything comes together for us because we have each other's backs. And this song is just a killer track. Everyone's going to jam out to it, bang their heads, and enjoy it. Yeah. Well, I think, um, Ten I think second we, fucking teaser wasn't enough for me. I was like, God damn it. Why does this right. I think the big thing with it is like with me and Joe, like this is like when we heard that, you know, we grew up on this shit. Like, like the guys you have played with ah. is basically looking at that's our my, fucking that's my CD collection. Yeah, that's our playlist, right? Like flaw, like orgy, mushroom head, head PE, El oh, Nino, obviously, El Nino, drowning yeah. pool. It's fucking like mind blowing. And then to get that opportunity to like oh. meld the two together, it's gonna be a fucking masterpiece. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, see, dang it, Doughboy, you had to spill the beans. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it, it was, it, it, we love you, love you. It was, it was definitely y'all fuck, fuck me up. Why y'all do that shit? <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely more of a personal thing for me. Um, make it, make. I'm not trying to, you know, take up a lot of time here, but a good homeboy of mine that was like my brother uh, was my drum tech for like 15 years. And for 15 years, we got drunk, and he had a dream. Is it you, Vic? And um, uh, he, the day before Christmas, me and him got into a, a fist fight. And then the day after Christmas, uh, before I got to apologize, he passed away. So I kind of had this thing on my chest. And uh, his his goal, his for 15 years, every night we got drunk, and he told me the same thing, that he wanted to be in a band, he wanted to wear a mask and be called War Machine. And his biggest dream was to 
do a song with the singer from El Nino. Wow, man. Wow. And when he passed away, after a while, I figured the only way that I could say I was sorry to him was to bring his dream to reality. So I put the mask together. And when that lined up for me, uh, yeah, it was it was a personal thing. It was like this is this would solidify everything for me. So it was definitely it was uh, it was amazing to hang out with him and just awesome. shoot the shit with him and, oh, and watch him do his thing. Man, the guy is amazing. That's so. awesome, man. Thanks for sharing that story, yeah, man. Thanks I, for I sharing that. Dude. Appreciate that because you know that just goes to show. Like you know, I was listening to a pod from Rob Metalworks, and you guys were just kind of talking about how there's 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 a lot more to the music than that meets the eye for you guys or meets the ear I should say like you know you have you know lyrics that are so meaningful like songs like suffer uh, the putrid like they're just so in depth you know when people take you guys for you know at surface level you know you guys are so much more than that and I really appreciate what you guys are putting out there and really in, investing in and and giving these meaningful experiences to people that are listening Thank you, thank, thank you. you. Thank this, you. That's, a, you that's also one thing doing with Mo. I mean, Mo always wants to deliver a message that's positive. You know, uh, Mo is a person that really upholds to his faith and everything like that. So he's not yep. going to release nothing that's going to be talking about some bullshit that's irrelevant. He, he, Mo's the type of person where, you know, him and D get together and they work on the lyrics and everything like that. But the thing about with Mo is he always wants to deliver a message that's, that, that's a positive message or that can make a difference in somebody's life, or if somebody's going through that same thing, that that might help them uh, get over that part. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, we try our best every day, every show, to deliver the best message we can. Not only as a band, but as people. But at the end of the day, we are who we are, and we're only as strong as our weakest link. But none of us are pretty weak, and. We all love each other. We're all strong. We're all strong-willed, strong-hearted, and we all have each other's back at the end of the day. And that's what makes us pigweed. Yeah, man. And it must be, you know, I'm guessing there must be some challenges here and there with like a band being, you know, so big, like seven members. Like, like, how do you guys make that work? You know, are there some ups and downs and challenges you guys face, you know, every so often? A lot of trust. Oh, well, I mean, it, it, with uh, let me get this one. <laughs> like like i said man uh it, we're family we're brothers you know and uh you're not always gonna agree mm -hmm. with everything that's being said or anything like that you, of course like with family you're gonna disagree and everything like that and you're gonna argue bitch and fight and everything like that but at the end of the day the love factor and the respect that we have for each other overcomes everything it just makes us stronger and makes us better and so uh we're family so family fights, they argue, but uh, at the end of the day, they still family, they still have the love, they still have the respect for each other. So, you know, it, we're not going to say it's all about, you know, that we don't argue, we don't fuss and fight and everything like that. We don't go down and throw blows at, at each other or anything like that. We might yell and call each other motherfucker and pussy and shit like that, but at the end of the day, I love you, you motherfucker, you. <laughs> you know? yeah. and, and that's the main thing about it. Like, when you're on the road, I mean, you don't want to be out the road with somebody that's anal and everything like that. We have that, that camaraderie, that camaraderie. 
and that that uh, <coughs> with each other. Well, we do. Well, we we enjoy each other. You know, it, we, I, I, you know, I love my brothers to death. You know, what I'm saying besides playing music with them, I mean, just the bullshit sessions that we have, the jokes and everything like that. I mean, it's family. Yeah. That's oh, that's shit. the other best part of being in a band I find. Is Speaking <laughs> of camaraderie, guess who's coming in hot? Mo is Mo, 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 Mo is logging into oh, the chat. Not Mo. Oh, oh shit. Mo, Mo is coming Mo, in. Mo is coming in hot. Oh man, once he gets logged in, shit's going down. Just like Dave. Oh, there he is. Mo Dell in the house. Stop talking shit no, no, about no. him, fellas. Not He's only here am now. I in the house, I'm in the shower. Oh, oh hey, oh, there it is. We already told him about you being a germaphobe, so you just proved our point. <laughs> hey, how did it take him out before the interview? Because <laughs> it's getting hot, it's getting dirty, it's getting sweaty up in here. So yeah, mow the brains of pigweed, baby. <laughs> <laughs> So it's most it's most fault this wonderful band exists. <laughs> yeah, true that. Well, thank true you, that. thank you, Mo, for that. <laughs> Hell yeah, Mo! And you know, now that you're here, we can brag about you. And like, I, I hear like, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. You were kind of the man behind like a lot of the production of the last album there. And you know, are you still doing like uh, handling a lot of the work on, on the new stuff that's coming out now? Yes, definitely. You know what I uh. uh... I definitely invested quite a bit of money in, in getting a, a, a you know a really high end computer with a crap load of plugins and and you know I run everything off of a a 60 inch HD 4K TV so it's it's really got a lot of space to be able to do a lot of the production with the stuff that we do and it's uh it's just a matter of sitting down and and do critical listening to to, to the so it's definitely a lot of work like you know there's there's days where you know I'll spend five, six, seven, eight hours on 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 just one song just to try to get it right, and it's just uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of work. It really is a lot of work, you know. Yeah, without a doubt, man. It sounds like you know the guys were bragging about you know kind of well, not so much bragging, but missing out on on going to the studio there, you know, till four or five a.m. Just putting hours in, and and you know things have been a challenge for you guys, you know, from what's going on now. Right. No, yeah, it has been. Yeah, it's definitely been a challenge. The good thing is that um, some of us have our own systems, mm -hmm. so we are still able to uh, write ideas, different parts of songs, and share them, and still kind of with each other in that kind of um, It's just a longer process. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. different, different than before. And I think a lot of people that we've we've talked to are just trying to adapt, trying to make things work and That's seeing true. what they can do because, you know, you can't really stop. If you stop, people forget about you awfully fucking fast. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, they wrong. yeah Corona sucks. Corona <laughs> no doubt. Sucks. Yeah, we, we hate it. But when, like you said, staying relevant, when we can all do that little bit of extra work to maybe drive to this person's house and stay safe or this person meet up with that person and maybe you know just do what we're doing video wise or over the phone the more ideas we toss and the more we take a bad situation and turn that around in, into an opportunity the more we make it better for ourselves and everybody else 
That's right. You take the take the time now to you know like hone your craft and tighten things up, and then you'll be ready to fucking kill them next year for sure. Yeah, it goes back to the message we're trying to do is turn a negative into a positive. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, right. And just before you got on here, Mo, we were talking about like the new single there coming up with Christian and David was just kind of telling us how that came about and how kind of, you know, emotional that was to the story behind it and some of the stuff that you guys really do and how, how important it is for you guys to just be more than maybe, you know, just a hard ass heavy hitting band. You guys, you know, put out what you want. You have a story to tell and, and, you know, it's really fucking, you know, exciting to hear what you guys are all about. You know, it, it really is, you know, because uh, um, like for me, I don't know if Dave had mentioned it or some of the other guys had mentioned it. I I, I try to do a lot of, uh, uh, at least on my part, at least as far as the music that I write, I try to make it positive first and foremost. Yeah, know, man, Doughboy was mentioning that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So for me, you know, and I always try to, I kind of push it, I try to push it down these guys' uh, ears as far as trying to be as Christian as possible. And that's why we got Christian on the on the song too, right? <laughs> it ties in perfectly. Um, <laughs> No, but it, that was funky, not you know, so That was funky. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like for me, you know what? What I always try to do is, is, is I, I, you know, Dave has a really, really good ear for for coming up with vocal parts that that sound very exciting and have a lot of they kick a lot of ass. You know what I mean? Like for me, yes. I do a lot more of the melody stuff, and and it's more of a, a, a um, I, I can't I can't even think of the right words. The only thing that comes to mind is kind of like a, a positive. Uh, and I try to try to get complex with the words, but sometimes I can't even understand what I'm saying. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and, but it's mainly more of the melody. That's what's more important to me. Because I, I grew up listening to Tool, listening to a bunch of songs, and and, and it's crazy because I never really paid attention to the lyrics. I paid attention more to the melody and to see how it actually hit and how it actually made me feel more than what the actual words were saying. You know? And so for me, it's always been more about the melody and the riffs. And, and and so I kind of leave a lot of the lyric parts up to, to to the other guys, you know. Yeah, for sure. Have, have you guys, you know, with being like such a um, diverse group of people, have you guys all have different kind of bands you grew up on, influences, and and do some of them get you know contributed into the music you guys write and play? Well, me, I'm a big Seven Dust and Corn fan. Oh, that's my man, Funky. That a boy. There you go. And, uh, I'm a big. I'm all into corn. Seven Dust, Kill Switch, Engage. Uh, I started off on Fishbone, Twenty Four Seven Spy, Prince, Isley Brothers. Uh, I, I'm diverse. I like funk, metal, rock. Uh, Teddy Pendergrass. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Turn off the lights. <laughs> <laughs> What's crazy uh, is that. Yeah. You can see everybody's influences come out in their playing, and it adds to their own little flavor. Well but you said, can see well said, man. Well said. So, yeah, but like you know, like I've mentioned before to some of the guys, you know, we definitely don't want to hide our influences either. Yeah, right. yeah. Understand. Um, just right from we all just right from the heart and, and uh, try to make it as strong and positive as possible. Yeah. Do you guys yeah. ever feel you know you guys might be pigeonholed when you kind of are described like new metal with a twist there? Because I, I mean, when you hear that term, a lot of people think of you know I hear it and I think of a fucking bunch of amazing bands I grew up with, but I just don't know 
if that is something you guys concern yourself about. Uh oh, D, they're coming for you, D. Woo! They're coming Woo! for you, D. They're gonna get you. <laughs> yeah, you I'm better sorry. put that shirt back on, baby. Indecent exposure. <laughs> That's not gonna go. Go. Hey, they're gonna catch you for Chiches exposed, baby. Hey, hey, you're too sexy for this Zoom meeting, baby. Come on. I'll give you 50. <laughs> I'm too sexy for my shirt. Too sexy, too for, my sexy for my shirt. So uh, sexy. Uh, yeah. Oh, me. <laughs> yeah, hey, but kind of to, to piggyback off of what Funky said, yeah. Uh, at least on my part, I, I, grew, I definitely grew up on Seven Dust, Corn. They were like one of the big, first and foremost, the, 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 my first big metal band, I say metal, but it was uh, uh, Dr. Feelgood by, by, uh, by uh, Motley Crue. And then that led me down to, uh, uh, to Metallica. And then I went, I started off on Metallica, Justice For All, and I went backwards to Master of Puppets. And to me, the production got worse and worse because I was going backwards. It was like, <laughs> oh, it sounded good, Justice For All. And then Muppets like, oh, it sounds kind of dark. And then, and then uh, Ride the Lightning was even worse. And I was like, what the hell? And then Kill Them All, man. I was like, man, nah, I want to kill this album. It sucks. But they all grew on me. And they were all kick ass afterwards, you know? But production-wise, I was like, I noticed this. It got worse and worse. And then when the album came out, I was like, what the heck happened with Metallica? But the production was kick ass. That's the one thing that stood out in my mind. And I don't know if it's from that time that I started noticing, like, man, production makes a big difference when it comes to even whether you spend the time to listen to a song. Right. So for me, it's it's always been like I said, it, it's corn tools. Uh, Stained was a big influence on me. Okay. Uh, Tones, Limp Biscuit, you know, and uh, and of course Slipknot. That that's uh that that's been the, one of the bigger. <coughs> well, yep. also we gotta give a shout out to one of the Texas bands, one of the best. That Pantera, that was a big one. Oh, breaking up, funky. Oh, oh, Pantera, Pantera all day. Oh, Pantera, there you Pantera go. Pantera all day. Who's, whose email was Drag the Waters? That's <laughs> that mine. Was. Yes, sir. I'm dragging those Walter, waters right yeah, now. There Hell. You go. There you go. <laughs> Vinny, baby. Vinny in time, for That's sure. Right. Yeah. Abbott Brothers, baby, rest in peace. That's right, baby. Oh, yeah, especially, you know, guys, where you're at, that must play a big influence. And your guys' influence, like you said, kind of shines through in the music. And, yeah, it does. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, there's comparables in that. But do you ever feel like the new metal comparables kind of define you as who you are? Or do you guys think you're more than that? We're pig. We, we, we like to throw everything together. We're like a cool. big spot like we are, I would say. Tell them all. Tell them all. Hey. You know, right now, my biggest influences, I've been uh, hanging out in the backyard here in quarantine, listening to funk music, getting down with some <laughs> George Clinton, get down with some funkadelic. Get the funk out of my face. Living off the wall. Getting down with some Cuban jazz, falling in love with myself. Booyah, booyah. I've been, I've been listening to, yeah, booyah. I grew up on booyah too, man. They're kick-ass, they're Puerto Rican band, or Cuban band, Puerto Rican band, yeah. yeah Puerto Rican. And man, it's just just uh, just like you said. I, I grew up in the church. I played mariachi in the church, so that came out, that comes out a lot in my playing. That that uh, uh, when I, you know whenever I, I write stuff, they always say it's a little bit difficult to play because of the strumming style. But that's all the mariachi style, so a lot of that comes through as well. 
you know? Right on. This is kind of like we talked about earlier, you know, up in Canada, we're a melting pot. We love the melting pots. We love to get everything involved as much as we can. And I think that's pretty exciting that you guys can do that. Like, and with the amount of members you got and the people that are involved, the brotherhood that you've inspired, I think it's really exciting. And Walter's going crazy. They're spinning his fucking screen upside down. Like, oh, man. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to add to that, one of the things that, that we've always said, especially Dave and I, we've always said, you know, anybody, and, and I think about the same thing when it comes to work, anybody can do any job. And so, in a sense, anybody can do when it comes to music and instruments and whatnot. But for us, what's most important is that we get along. You know what I mean? This, this, that. Because I'm personally tired of all the BS of, of, of having a fight with people. That's like the worst thing. I don't care how good they are. We, we can't get along. Or we, we don't want you in the band. You know what I mean? Right. And that's always been number one for us. At least, you know, on, on my part, it's always been number one. Can we get along with you first and foremost? Yeah. And then, you know, that's more important than whether you can play or not. Because the thing is, you know, we got really good members in this band that will we'll teach each other and, and, and we'll help each other to get better in the band. You know, I'd rather get along with somebody and help them to learn something than somebody who kicks ass and, and, and I can't stand to be in the same room with the guy. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. right. You, yeah. you don't want to throw anybody out of the van on tour because you can't stand them. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we heard about the, you know, the guys in the 15 passenger van. It's hard enough, you know, if you guys like each other in a situation like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm a hugger, so in the A. I'm a hugger, so in the van, I definitely cuddle. <laughs> <laughs> well, how's that going to change you guys moving forward with this Rona stuff? Are you worried that you're not going to be able to engage with fans as much as you wanted to, or like you're just waiting it out? I just feel like we're just kind of waiting it out, you know, kind of seeing where what's going to happen. Um, you know, a lot of venues, a lot of people, a lot of promoters have already called me trying to set stuff up for 2021, you know. So, thing is, no one knows what's going to happen. So, the way I look at it, or at least on my part, is, you know, just leave it in the Lord's hands and he'll take care of it. So, mm -hmm. um, with that being said, I think we'll definitely be back. But we're still, um, but, but we're putting, we're putting in work. But these motherfuckers, they need to hurry up and come up with the vaccines and shit so we can get back to work. There you go. Yeah. Oh man, you're not the yeah. only band that's out there. It's antsy. You're ready to go. And just, just, you know, it's hard to, I can only imagine for a band that been basically feeding off of the, the, the crowds, building their audience via tours to see, know where you're at because you're just stagnant. You're stuck. Yeah, it's important to just continue writing, putting out new material, social media, videos. I mean, you just got to try to stay in their face regardless of what's going on. But yeah, we're still keep, practicing. We're still practicing. Yeah, keep your eyes open, though. We got some stuff coming up. With, it's now to the end of 2020. A lot of good stuff for Pig Week coming out. We'll just say that. Like you said, social media-wise, we hit that stuff up pretty hard when we do do it. And we all do it as a team, but we got some some fire coming out this year. Right on. Say that. I'm looking forward to it, guys. I'm here for it. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! Because from what we've seen, right? Even though the wait, you know, has been out for a couple of years, you guys got new stuff coming out. You got the the new 
the video out there for like here to dominate that hasn't been out too terribly long it still sounds fucking incredible it's getting yeah. hit up on playlists fucking man song. fucking yeah. powerful fucking epic shit uh you know new single coming out what how many days is that coming out two comes One, out on uh, friday brother friday Fuck, we're going to hit up oh, Doughboy's dude. birthday. Doughboy's birthday. That's right. That's right. Woo! <laughs> All right, man. And yeah. then af- after that, like, what's the next step? Are you going to ride out that single that's gonna for a be, while? It's going to actually be superstardom after that. Um. People are going to start uh, <laughs> cashing in with me and some of the boys in the biz call your yacht money checks. So that's going to be that's gonna be a good one for you. <laughs> I can feel it already. It's fucking awesome. Um, after that, I think... Um, we're just going to keep pushing. Um, we're aiming to put out an EP. We have new tracks that are um, just waiting to be put out to the public. Okay, cool. Yeah, that, that EP option. Uh, is that something you guys were, were bouncing around? Because I, I remember hearing you guys talk about, you know, that idea to get a full album out when you release the weight. That's definitely a, a lot of, you know, if you ask bands, they go different directions. They want an EP or a couple singles. I don't know. Sometimes not too many are putting out a full-length album now. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that, you know, as a band, we all kind of just need to discuss. It's something that I think all of us have already kind of said we're down to do, you know, a full-length album. Yeah. Um, it's just really finding out what's going on with this crazy bit. Like I said, because we can't go to the studio and get some of the work done. It, it makes that no, hard. I'm a germaphobe. I'm a germaphobe. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Howie Modell, Modell up in here. Hey, yeah, no one's going to my house. Howie Modell, you got it right, brother. That's all right, Mo. I, I didn't let my goddamn parents in my house. I hear you, brother. It's all good. <laughs> and if you go hey, to Mo's house, it's hard to play a guitar in a bubble. Hey, so, 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 so the guys, I didn't get a chance to go to the last practice, but the guys were practicing and Dave uh, posted a video and, and they, at that place where we practice, they have the microphones there and they put little wipies on them, right? But Dave, it looks like he's putting his lips right on the mic and I'm like, D, I was just about to let you in my house, but now you got to wait two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Quarantine your ass, baby. I was about to. I was changing my mind, but not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I imagine yeah, like get, yeah. yeah, imagine getting into Mo's house is sort of like that E.T. kind of scene where you gotta walk through the yeah, tubes, right. you know, spraying exactly. gas on everybody. It's all <laughs> good, man. Down. Being better yeah. safe than sorry, for sure, brother. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. It's, oh, it's more like boys. that Missy Elliott video where she's wearing that garbage bag that's inflated. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's like. <laughs> Superfly. Yeah, you gotta go in the bubble. <laughs> That's awesome, guys. But, like, with you guys still being, like, you know, putting out tunes there, I think me and Joey just recently heard The Weight, so it still fucking stands up. It's a solid album. We did a review on it a couple weeks ago. Man, hey, it's fucking fantastic. I heard the your review of it. It was a great I review. It. I appreciate it. I gotta, I gotta give an insight as to the production. You, I think you had mentioned about the production. Yes. We gotta blame, we gotta blame Delicious right here. I don't know if he's right below me. You know, the album, you know, I was working on it and we were working on the, the mixing and the mastering and all that stuff. And then D tells me like in a week, hey, hey, the album's gotta be ready in a week, dog. Aww. We got one more week before we gotta put the deadline on it, right? And so I rushed it. 
I had like a kind of thing is I, I had to do every single edit to all the 10 songs. And the thing is, I wasn't ready. It was <laughs> ready. Well, well, if, if we go looking at the new stuff that's out, man, oh, it's like you can notice that that's crisp and clean there. But that first one is still gritty and it's good. But I was like, yeah. uh, I think he's missing something. Yeah. So let me tell you, D, but then again, D has a perfect, he, I, I love this comeback. He goes, man, we've been waiting 10 years for this album to come out. He said, he said, he goes, hey, it needs to be ready by like in a couple of days. It was like a circle, for whatever reason, it was like a certain deadline right away. And then it was, we submitted it and then it didn't get released for like six more months. <laughs> this guy, man, six months. We could have done at least a couple more weeks and it would have been way better, not way better, but it would have been better. That was on the label, not me. Level out the vocals and the guitars, because to me, the, the drums are just a little too loud, and it, ha it needs a little bit more of that, like you said. I actually think it has a little too much sizzle, and it's a matter of dialing that back, and there's like a certain thing to level everything out a little bit better. But but hopefully these new mixes that we got, they're going to be they're gonna be not a lot better, but they're going to be better. They're gonna well, be yeah, better. totally. Like, when you go listen, basically, I'd recommend people listen to the, the full album, The Wait, and then go hit up uh the, the music video uh and check it out because you don't hear a drastic difference but it's like it's there you're like oh this is polished this is cleaner this is you know what the album was probably gonna sound like right right exactly so we gotta blame we gotta blame this guy right here He's right on but man regardless it's still it's fucking it's a banger it's awesome it's aggressive it's heavy you know yeah, bringing that well, new we, metal we vibe back about straight. It. Sorry, yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Like, me and Troy talked about that on the review. It's like, this is like a, a new, new metal album, you know? Because we, we certainly grew up listening to all the same stuff you guys did. Seven Dust, Slipknot, fucking whatever, Taproot, Nonpoint, Dope, all that shit. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Oh, it's got to hear the new, you know, uh, you know. It's got to have a good beat to it and a good riff good. to it. That's damn it. good, guys. I love that album. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for Friday. I'm completely. You, you know what? There's a. I, I don't know if you, if you. There's a couple of. If you guys have some time, there's two tracks that I that I love to always give the explanation on. Yeah, it's uh, I I have the wasp. Okay. That one is definitely aggressive, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I love the guitar work on that. I love one. that one. That's an awesome. Yeah, it's, it's a. Um, it was a collaboration between D and I. So, but what I was going to say is to me, the title at that time, I was big into researching like, uh, 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 have you guys ever heard of ayahuasca? No, no. It's a, uh, it's the, it's the liquid form of DNT in the Amazon jungle that supposedly oh, okay. gets you into it's a different level ayahuasca. of consciousness, right? Ayahuasca. So it's called ayahuasca. And if you say that fast, I of the wasp, ayahuasca. So ah. that title is, that's what it's meant. But the thing is, the lyrics themselves were, you know, when, when he wrote them, they're more aggressive. And that's the style that D, that D brings to the group. You know, he does a really good job to being pissed off at somebody. You know what I mean? Somebody <laughs> off. And so, so that one's a great thing, right? Um, and Ascending goes along with that same title. It, it, it's it's that, that higher level of consciousness kind of tool, third eye type of deal, right? But uh, the one, the other, the, 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 the final track that, that I like to talk about is uh, Suffer. We had a couple of members that actually wrote uh, that song, and it, it was having to deal with the, the death of our mothers. And so that whole thing about that song is our mothers. Like my mom died of cancer for two years, and, and 
And so that song was very appropriate that, you know, she died, she suffered. And then at the very end, I don't know if you guys listened to that part where it slows down and it says, let me wallow in my sorrow because I'm, I'm, I'm sad and I'm, 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 I'm mourning for the loss of my mom. And that's what that ending part that's a slow, the thunder, the ray, the, 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 you know, it's just the, just in that wallow of sorrow of your, of your mother dying. I know, know Funky, his mom passed away a couple of years ago as well. So I know after that, I remember him hitting us up and saying Man, that hot, that track is hitting his, uh, you know, it, it hit right here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, so sure. at least those three songs, those are the ones that, that I always, you know, kind of like give the explanation of on what their meanings are. For sure. Uh, that's sort of what we touched on before you, you came on here. I was mentioning, I heard that interview you guys did with like Rob Metalworks there discussing some of the, 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 the songs and the meanings behind it. Yeah, shout out to Rob, man. Good shout stuff. Rob, you know, he stuff. seems like a good guy. I want to have some tacos oh, with yeah. him. That's how you say it, tacos. <laughs> Hell yeah. And like, I love that you guys just kind of have more than just, you know, riffs and, you know, heavy ass tunes. It's, it's nice to dig into the lyrics and some of the meanings behind those tunes. Well, you got you got yeah. the whole pack. Like you guys you know, talk I, about yeah, another thing, another thing that I try to get the guys because, like I said, I'm I'm I, I kind of tell myself of being the more the probably the most Christian in this band. Whether that I don't know what level that means or whatnot, but like I I try to always tell guys, hey, you gotta quit cussing. Don't cuss as much. <laughs> and so that's always the fight that we have. <laughs> try to yeah. limit cussing. You don't know, tell me, don't cuss so crazy. much, and then. He'll tell me, hey, this part right here is scream motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have a feeling Funky's just like, look, what'd you say, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then Moe turn around and talk about it. Take this shit from under me. <laughs> it's like, don't cuss. Don't be cussing. Say motherfucker, but you can say shit. <laughs> You can say, say motherfucker, but you can say shit and damn. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. It sounds like you guys have a blast together, right? Talking about the brotherhood, just finding the right fit. You guys sound like you got it, man. I, I, I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's just, you know, before, you know, thank you guys for coming on, chatting, shooting the shit. Where, where can we... You know, hear hear you guys. How can we support you? Uh, what's coming up next? You know, you know, you got the last little bit here to hammer out, promote whatever you got to do, guys. Well, I'll leave that up to D. He's a good one. Obviously, there's no shows, man. But we would appreciate it if y'all guys would go. You know, hit us up on Twitter, our Instagram, our Facebook, our webpage. You know, go to the merch store, check out what we have. Um, Support the band, buy a little merch, uh, make comments. I mean, do it all, guys. I mean, share it, share it, share everything yeah. with your friends. Share everything. We're gonna be putting out links and and stuff as it comes up. Like the new single will be out on the seventeenth. Right. We will be posting that everywhere. Please share it. Hell yeah, same here. I'll be I'll be posting this shit everywhere it, too, it. man. <laughs> and buy it. Exactly. Buy, buy, share, turn hey, grandma onto it, turn the auntie onto it, and everything. We're working on trying to get a new, uh, a new uh, tour van. So if anybody wants to help us out with that too. <laughs> All right. Hey. So we got a Ford sponsorship, Chevy, whatever's out there. There you go. <laughs> but we do have videos coming. We're gonna be having videos coming. We're gonna be having, you know, some other stuff coming to keep y'all guys. Um, 
knowledgeable of what Pigweed's doing and how we're doing. So uh, y'all keep an eye out for us, man. We haven't gone nowhere. As um, soon as we can get out there for y'all, um, we're going to be a thousand times more stronger. Yeah. And like hey, I say, you know, like I say live, we're all one big family, man. So everybody, please be safe. And hope to see y'all guys soon, man. Yeah. Hey, hey, look. And one of the other things that we're trying to do is we're trying to do a like home movie, like D right now. He's trying to do a remake of the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> and so hopefully we can we can try to do that. <laughs> Big Week is the Big yeah. Witch Project. The Big Witch Project. <laughs> no, but honestly, guys, y'all can find us on our uh, websites. You can find us on pigweedband.com. Find us on Instagram on pigweedband. Hashtag, of course, Pigweed Band or at Pigweed Band. Look us up on Facebook at Pigweed Band and Pigweed. You'll find us. And of course, on Twitter, Pigweed B. Pigweed Hell yeah. Perfect. We'll Most of those. all, just share everything with your friends. Just share everything with your friends. That's, that's the biggest thing people can do. And it seems to be buffered. Exactly. Hey, and most of all, guys, thanks for having us, man. Oh yeah, we loved it. Mo, David, Walter, Funky, Dope Boy, we got you guys, man. We loved it. We appreciate it. We'll see you in the future, my friends. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us, man. Peace, love, and happiness, brother. Take care, fellas. Take care, eh? That's for you, Walter. New dude to boot it. New dude to boot it. We're going to sit here and look sexy or what? Oh! We just like staying on there with y'all. Now that you're all clean. <laughs> <laughs>